Patrick Mahomes is the best football player in the NFL. See, yeah. if you say in the NFL, that, that eliminates all the, the, the Brady comparisons and everything else that everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can just sit there and say, bet against that guy at your own risk. There's a reason why we made the rule earlier this postseason that you don't pick against Patrick Mahomes. And I'll tell you right now, we had some moments where we were a little uh, little nervous about that rule. There were some moments where it's like, you know, maybe we should have, when they're down 10, when they're, they're uh, basically getting absolutely nothing going on the offensive side of the football through the entire first half. There were some moments, but it's obvious now the rest of the NFL is chasing that guy and Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Final score, 25-22. If you listen to the show on Friday, I did pick I, I, I picked something like 24-21 is what I said. I'm counting 25-22 as something like 24-21. It's pretty close. And, and I'm moving on. If you picked against them, you, you should feel a little foolish today. And I call that Brady land. Because if you've ever picked against Tom Brady and then Tom Brady won – I've been there. Many of us have. You feel kind of foolish. You're like, you know what? Probably should have saw that the greatest winner the sport had ever seen might win. Mahomes is in Brady land, which means if you pick against him and you lose, you're going to feel foolish. It's the risk you take. Then there's then there's the, the other writing on the wall that we haven't quite heard yet, which is about the Kansas City defense. Everybody wants to talk legacy. You want to talk Kelsey. You want to talk Reed. You want to talk Mahomes. I get you, but I actually think this is the first time Mahomes gave back some of his argument in the Brady conversation or in the Manning conversation or some of these other conversations. And that is, this is a defensive Super Bowl. Up until this point, when when Brady has has entered the conversation, or when Mahomes, I should say, has entered the conversation with Brady, one of the feathers in the cap of Mahomes is – Brady was carried to a couple Super Bowls by the defense. Mahomes had always been the driving force. This year, the defense was the driving force. Right up until about the halftime of the Super Bowl, the defense was the driving force for Kansas City. The defense carried the offense this year, and that means Mahomes, in many ways, got to ride to a Super Bowl. Just like Brady, his first especially, rode to a Super Bowl until the second half. So I'm actually looking at this going, yes, uh, Mahomes is one step closer to Brady, and there's a lot that that other teams, Panthers, can learn about watching both of these teams. Right? The the what I what do I always say? A smart person learns from their own mistakes, a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. There's a lot the Panthers and everyone can learn from watching the Chiefs and can learn from watching the San Francisco 49ers, but there's one thing that you can't teach and it's it's what the Chiefs have. It's just that thing, right? It's just that that uh, you know Frankenstein in the horror movie walking behind your your intended victim, right? No matter how fast they run, you're just walking <laughs> and gaining just ground. Straight, just straight Mike Myers. Kyle Shanahan after the game said he never felt comfortable with a lead against Kansas City. And this is my second game as a head coach. I think when you go against guys like Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes, you better never feel comfortable with the lead. I mean, those are two of the best players to ever play the game. And that's why whether you have a lead or you're down points, it's, I mean, those guys are always in it. Yeah, I'd say so. 
<laughs> the craziest stats, we can bring up stats till we're blue in the face. The craziest stats are are the falling behind double digit stats. When when Mahomes and the Chiefs fall behind double digits, they win at an astronomical rate. That is unfair. Three Super Bowls behind double digits. That's unfair. And by the way, the Niners are really good. Let's just let, let let's let's make sure everybody is aware of that. Yeah. Fred Fred Warner is really good. Bosa is really good. Uh they're I mean the rest of their defensive front, even Chase Young made some plays to the the, the dismay of every Washington Commanders fan. <laughs> going, now you wanna? Oh, yeah. Now, now you wanna actually hustle. Uh. That offense had Debo Samuel get hurt and come back, had George Kittle get hurt and come back, and, oh, they were just working with Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk as the two healthy guys, which would have been the best offensive weapon on most teams. Those two guys would be a massive upgrade on number one and number two option on most teams. They were the default because the other two of the top four were hurt. Let's hear what Andy Reid's – uh, halftime speech was about. This is what he. This is Andy Reid on what he told his team at halftime. I didn't say a whole lot. Just keep going. Uh, halftime. It was. We're right there. It feels when you're in the Super Bowl, you're down by seven points. It feels like twenty. And so uh, you, you got to just kind of calm it down. And we're, we're right there. We're getting the ball to start the second half. And uh, everybody just hang with each other, and, and good things can happen. Not quite. I'll tell you what, it felt like you were down by more than seven because you should have been down by more than seven. The 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 thing that we're going to talk about a lot with the Niners today is it was a it was a death by a hundred paper cuts for the San Francisco 49ers. They severely outplayed the Chiefs in the first half, and they were only up seven. That's the problem. The Chiefs are going, wow, it felt like we were down 24. I had to tell them we were only down seven. Probably because you should have been down 14 or 17 points, mm-hmm. but you were only down seven. That's a victory. When you get outplayed like that, you're usually down by more than that, which is the, the I mean, we've seen it be the downfall of so many teams against quarterbacks like that, right? When, when you have the opportunity to put them away or to put distance between you, you have to put them away and put the most amount of distance between them and you. You, you, can't, you can't dilly-dally. You can apply that to any sport. Yeah. yeah like, there are certain, mm-hmm. certain guys, certain ladies out there in sports where if you have the chance to put them away, you better put them away because mm-hmm. if you leave the door ajar, they will burst through it. I love Andy Reid going like, I'd tell him we were right there. You were right there. It was a one-score game. You shouldn't have been, but you did. So, so it's not even like, oh, I had to convince him we were close. It feels, no, it's like you were close. You were close, and that's the detriment of, of the San Francisco 49ers. Final score, 25-22. We, like, death by a 1,000 paper cuts. Uh, two special teams miscues. The, the the punt return that fell off the blocker's ankle, the blocked extra point. Penalties. Trent Williams had two on back-to-back plays. You can't have that. Questionable coaching decisions. There were a couple times you needed a timeout. Maybe you should have gone for the, uh, the, the jugular at the beginning of overtime. Maybe you should have uh, let them take the ball first out of overtime. There was a lot. Of, maybe you should have given the ball to Christian McCaffrey more in that, like, 
wasted desert area you had in the second half where you forgot that you had the best offensive player on your team, Christian McCaffrey. There was a lot of little details they could have gotten to, and if you don't take care of the details, the Kansas City Chiefs will make you pay. How do I know that? Because they do it every gosh darn time. The last time you were in the Super Bowl, I don't think I, like people recognize how many times the San Francisco 49ers in their two Super Bowls against the Kansas City Chiefs had the Chiefs down to their final play. If Jimmy Garoppolo, back in the last one, completes a deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders, who was open, the Niners win. If Brock Purdy completes a deep ball to Debo Samuel, who was open, the Niners win. Suddenly, Patrick Mahomes is 1-3 in, in Super Bowls. Kyle Shanahan's a two-time Super Bowl-winning coach. It's a lot different tune. It's a lot of sliding doors. But it comes down to the details. And, and for Patrick Mahomes, he finds a way to do it at the end. If you were hoping Christian McCaffrey received his moment in the sun, that Super Bowl must have been wildly frustrating. Kyle Shanahan is officially Andy Reid of 10 years ago. And what I mean by that is he might be the best offensive play caller in the NFL for 99% of the season, but in the moments he needs to be the best play caller and just keep it simple, he freezes. That's what Andy Reid was for a long time, right? Andy Reid was good enough to win in the regular season, good enough to win in the postseason, but you get into those championship situations, whether it was uh, NFC or Super Bowl, and uh, and all of a sudden he you know turns back into a pumpkin. That's what he was until he met a guy named Patrick Mahomes. And, and Kyle Shanahan is kind of there. I'm not joking when I say this. About halfway through the third quarter, the Niners needed to go full 2019 Panthers playbook. And the 2019 Panthers were not very good. This was the Kyle Allen year. Uh, like, That's when Cam Newton got hurt early in the year, the foot injury and everything. And, and what did the Panthers do? Give the ball to McCaffrey 9,000 times. They said, if we're going to pass it, we're going to pass it to McCaffrey. If we're going to hand it off, we're going to hand it off to McCaffrey. If we're going to throw a screen, it's going to be a screen to McCaffrey. And about halfway through the third period, the Niners should have said, if we're going to pass it, we're going to pass it to McCaffrey. If we're going to throw a screen, it's going to be to McCaffrey. If we're going to hand it off, it's going to be to McCaffrey. And if he's going to get tired, we're going to say, sorry, you're not allowed to. Like, that's what it was going to be. That's what it needed to be. For my uh, my Waterboy fans out there, you needed to go full Dan Fouts. Last game of the year, you can't hold anything back now. <laughs> it's the Bourbon Bowl. We know. We know. Debo Samuel tweaked his hammy. I'm not even sure how he kept playing. George Kittle was running to the locker room to get checked out for an injury. I think it was a shoulder. Shoulder. Brandon Ayuk had just jumped for a false start, and he he they forced it to him a few times. Mm-hmm. And and I turned like I was watching the game with my wife. I turned to her and I said, "No one else should touch the ball but Christian McCaffrey here. He's being effective, particularly in the passing game. He's getting open. He's making plays. And 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 he's Christian McCaffrey. And the best part about it is he he." When you run the ball, the clock keeps running. And when he catches it, which was a safe catch, the clock keeps running. And that's less time that Patrick Mahomes has the ball, which is kind of the goal when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. Eventually, he's going to figure it out. Steve Wilkes, another former Panther, uh, was running a defense that was working. It was working. But guess what? Any defense that is working against Patrick Mahomes has an expiration date. 
You you know at some point he's going to figure something out. It was after 60 minutes of play. So so yeah, it was well, it was right before that the the drive to tie it is kind of when it all ran out. Imagine if he didn't get it to tie it. Imagine if if you trade for Christian McCaffrey like the Niners did, you are trading for a running back for that exact moment. You're trading for a guy that can do it all. So when you get to the point where you need someone that can do it all, you don't have to go to anybody else. The 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 Niners got the ball. They they took over. Score tied. Five minutes and forty six seconds left in the game. Five minutes, forty six seconds left in the game. Score tied. Do you know who actually would have done a good job with this? And I I'm only saying this half joking. The current Niners or the current Panthers. This year's Panthers. The Panthers know how to gobble up time and kick a field goal with time expiring. Their two wins this year mm-hmm. were that exact scenario where they 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 could have. Wasted 14 minutes and then kicked a field goal. Their second win was like a seven-plus-minute drive. And and ended with a field goal as time expired. Yep. That's the best-case scenario for the Niners. The Niners, when they take over with five minutes and 46 seconds left in a tie ball game, should have Christian McCaffrey the heck out of the game until either Christian McCaffrey scored or they kicked a field goal with no time left. That's it. Then Patrick Mahomes doesn't get a chance to be a superhero. It would have been a very anticlimactic, less entertaining Super Bowl, but you get to hold the trophy. Hey, no style points on the trophy. You have a trophy. You have the trophy. Mm-hmm. It should have been Christian McCaffrey right, Christian McCaffrey left. And and it's funny because Kyle Shanahan said he never felt comfortable with a lead against Kansas City. Here's that audio. And this is my second game as a head coach. I think when you go against guys like Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes, you better never feel comfortable with the lead. I mean, those are two of the best players to ever play the game. And that's why whether you have a lead or you're down points, it's, I mean, those guys are always in it. I agree. So keep it out of their hands. Listen. Listen. Brock Purdy, really good player. I'm, I'm, I am not here to denigrate uh, Brock Purdy at all. Especially in year two of his career. Year two, and and the moment wasn't, I wouldn't say, too big for him. They didn't ask him to do much, but it did feel like down the stretch they were almost like, no, a third down, he's going to pick it up. And I'm going, whoa, whoa, why? Oh, yeah, especially the first play of the, like, right after the two-minute warning, third and four. I'm like, "Uh, you have McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. And I would say Christian McCaffrey and Debo, but Debo, uh, there was something up with the hammy. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Just Christian McCaffrey would have worked out A-OK. Eat clock, eat clock, eat clock. That's all you had to do. It's 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 It sounds more simple than it is, but also it's not more co- – like in a full oxymoron way, right? It sounds more simple than it is, but it's not more complicated than that. That sounds like a, uh, a Yogi Berra-ism a little bit. It, it, it's It's – Kyle Shanahan's gift is that he can call plays in a way that minimize what you're asking a quarterback to do. It's why, if you look at the the NFL record book for first 16 starts, it's like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, 
Nick Mullins and a bunch of stats because Nick Mullins got like four starts here, five starts there, six starts there under Kyle Shanahan with a talented staff, uh, talented supporting cast, I should say. And and Nick Mullins did well. There's a reason why he made it with Jimmy Garoppolo. There's a reason why he uh, got Matt Ryan his MVP. There's a reason why Kirk Cousins did as well as he did on because he can make a quarterback ask only to do what they can do. Right? He only asked them to do what they can do. It felt like he wanted to prove a point with Purdy, and and all he had to ask him to do was get the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Right? It's it's again going back to the 2019 Panthers. The 2019 Panthers knew their quarterbacks, whether it was Cam Newton who was a little little injured or Kyle Allen or whoever else was involved, they knew they didn't want to ask him to do much. So they went to Christian McCaffrey often, often, often. That's what the Niners should have done. Gone to Christian McCaffrey often, often, often. There was literally a moment where, where, uh, you know, I said I, I looked to my wife and I said no one should touch the ball but Christian McCaffrey. I, at one point I said seven out of every eight plays should go to Christian McCaffrey. And then like t- ten minutes later I was like, you know what, I don't know why I said seven out of eight. Eight out of eight should go to Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. If it's – and oh, we only averaged 3.6. That's all you need to average. Win the game. Win the game with your offense on the field. I never thought I'd say this, but Kyle Shanahan, who, again, might be the best offensive play caller for 99% of an NFL season, could have learned something from the Panthers. We're going to have a big conversation later in the show about what the Panthers can learn from the teams playing in that that Super Bowl. And the, the total tonnage of what the Panthers can learn from those two teams is astronomical. But there was one thing that the Niners could have learned from the 2019 Panthers, and it might have been the difference between Shanahan having a Super Bowl and not having a Super Bowl, which would be the difference between Mahomes having three and two. Like, legacies would have changed. They just looked at what Kyle Allen was able to do rather than what they wanted to do with Purdy. It's a wild – NFL is a wild world. Sam Darnold would have been a Super Bowl champion. Sam Darnold would have a Super Bowl. <laughs> Take that, which would have been the only of that draft class. All those great quarterbacks, he would be the one. It would have been Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, two-time MVP. Darnold would have had the one-up. Who would have guessed? Not I.